Hello and welcome to the Parenting Dyslexia podcast. This is episode 5 and I'm entitling this Back to School. This episode um, is going to explore what our children might be going through in their heads, what they're thinking about as they think about the prospect of going back to school. What a year, eh? Uh, this year, I mean, if we could start 2020 again, I'm sure that would be a great idea, wouldn't it? Because it, we seem to have had a bit of a false start this year. And there's been so much that our children have had to deal with. They've had to, um, uh, the whole academic year has, has been messed up by having to be at home and not go to school. Their, their, their usual way of being every day has, has been forcibly changed. A lot of that being with time at home, especially if relatives at home are shielding. Now, um, obviously, the government's pushing um, to to get all the kids back into school. Businesses businesses are starting to open. So as children and as parents, we're all starting to get that much more busier as we try and get used to whatever this new normal is supposed to be. In the backdrop, we can see countries across Europe going through the second wave and so we'll also obviously have concerns about whatever we do being a risk to our children and to ourselves and our families. Okay so I just wanted to share some thoughts that might be useful to you the parent as you're supporting your child going back to school this week and the first point I want to make is that uh, now this year has been full of change and really unorthodox change as well. So, yeah, we, we, we've, none of us have experienced what's happened this year. And um, change can be really, really stressful. Now, none of what I'm going to tell you is, is going to be rocket science and none of it is going to be stuff that you don't know. But I do want to just kind of put that back on your radar. Change is stressful and what we have is a lot of enforced change that's taken place this year. And it's actually, I believe, quite traumatic for quite a few kids to have gone through what they've been through. They've been stripped away from school, stripped away from seeing their friends for, for much of this year. And um, whilst there is that kind of contact online and, and so forth, there is something about that being able to, to be close to your friends physically. Um, and, and even then, when, when that started to come back, that's been restricted as it will be in school with the various bubbles that have been sort of set up in classrooms. So we have a situation where if we have a dyslexic child, then they may well be stressed about school anyway. And, and, and then we had this added stress about how school is going to be conducted. And I just wanted to just acknowledge that this is something that as a parent, um, you could well be faced with um, supporting a child who may well be working at a slightly higher level of anxiety than um, already. And, and if anxiety is already bad, then um, obviously this is something that we, we need to be uh, taking care of, thinking about uh, putting things in place to support our child. And again, I don't, I don't want to seem patronising. It's easy for me to put a podcast together and, and, and say this. Um, my, my kids are in their 20s now, so um, but I have been there um, in terms of seeing my children stressed about um, aspects of education. One was much about social anxiety. The other one was about educational attainment. 
Um, and it's painful to watch. And sometimes we can get lost in that emotion of 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 being upset about what our kids are going through and then maybe lose sight of actually we need to do something proactive to support our, our child in this um, and not let our, our own emotions um, become the towel that wag the dog, if you like. We, we need to be zone, zoning in on what's happening for our child um, and be proactive about putting strategies in place to, to support them. First thing um, to consider then is, okay, obviously there, there's that heightened level of stress and anxiety that our children could well be experiencing. The next one is obviously with stress and anxiety comes behavior. Um, you know, if you've seen any of my webinars, you'll, you'll know that I'm a big, a big advocate of understanding how our beliefs about ourselves will affect the way that we behave. Now, and how we feel about ourselves and so as a result if we have a child who's feeling anxious struggling with the prospect of going back to uh, a strange school scenario then it may well be that we start to see behavior patterns changing as a result of that um, and as someone who has made this mistake many times where I focused on the behavior and tried to police the behavior before stopping and, and actually saying, okay, something's up. What is it? What can I do? What what can I do to support my child? That behavior is indicating something to me. It's a communication. It's, it's not something that I need to jump on in terms of dealing with the behavior. If I deal with the root of the behavior, then the behavior will sort itself out. So watch for that change of behavior. What are you seeing that's different? What is happening to your child? Are they are they avoiding? Are they being quieter? Um, are they acting up? Are they um, are, are there challenges with maybe um, potentially an overactive sense of humor that's disrupting everything around them, or or could it be that they are being a bit aggressive, or maybe is your child withdrawing and not really saying what they're thinking? Um, but but looking like they are struggling look for those changes of behavior but don't focus on the behavior focus on what's behind that behavior come alongside them in whatever they're feeling don't tell them how to feel just come alongside them and and let them know that they can talk about how they're feeling it's it's kind of taken as a given as parents we go well of course i'm your parent you can talk to me um so often um, and i'm sure you felt like this i know i have you don't feel like talking to your parents and you're, you're worried about, um, if you do talk to your parents, you're worried about what they're going to tell you and and perhaps how they think you're meant to think. And this is something that we need to try and step away from. And, and actually, now you can say whatever you want to me. Um, I'm just going to listen. I'm not going to tell you how to be. Unless you want me to give you advice and you ask, great. Um but no, I just want to I just want to know how you're feeling. I'm not going to fix it. I can't tell you what to, how to be. This if this is how you feel. Then let's acknowledge it. And that's a really tall order to get our children to talk to us. I know I've been through experiences with my daughter, where it's been weeks of behaviour, and um, we've been at loggerheads, and then something's changed, and then we've had to just drop the default behavior as parents and, and just go okay what's happening 
The other thing to throw in here as well is um, at this time of change and this time of difficulty, um, try and get your kids to talk about what their hopes and dreams are for the future. It may not be necessarily what they want to be when they grow up, but it may be more about what they want to do um, or how they want to feel, um, how they want to live, whatever that is, whatever whatever uh, having a dream means for them, um, help them to lock onto it. And if you can, help them to consider how school can give them a leg up to get into that dream. Now, um, I'm pretty sure that for a lot of people, they will have a dream um, about what they want to be one day or how they want to feel one day. And probably nine times out of ten, they probably don't get there. But because they've got some kind of dream and some view and some hope for the future, it helps them to travel on that journey anyway. And they learn great things about themselves. And then they discover other things that they may want to do. And I think that's really important to hear that whilst all this stuff is kicking off at school, kids are getting used to smaller classroom sizes with these bubbles and, and then how schools are being set up and the whole social distancing thing taking place. This is going to be a time of anxiety and difficulty. Um, let's see if we can help our children to to focus on what's beyond all of this, that what could be coming in the future. What can we be looking forward to? And actually, how can we use them now to help us get there? You've been listening to episode five of the Parenting Dyslexia podcast. Um, if you like what you hear and if you find it useful and you haven't joined us already, um, do join the Parenting Dyslexia community. There's a big community on Facebook of 2,000 plus parents um, as well as um i provide a lot of online content as well and um, that supports parents as well as um one-to-one um, mental well-being sessions for parents as they parent their children if any of that is of interest to you and you want to sort of get access to all of that then please go to parentingdyslexia.co.uk forward slash welcome do sign up and i'll send you a load of free resources Okay, thanks for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye.